Hey, Schmazettes, you're listening to Listen with Patty and Emily. I'm Patty. And I'm Emily. Five, six, seven, eight. Patty and Emily, most obsessively talking about all your favorite Broadway shows. Patty and Emily, thoughts and comedy from Broadway superfans. From Broadway superfans. Happy Pride, Emily. Oh, thank you. Happy Pride, Patty. Thank you. Happy Pride. How was the dyke march? It was cool. I didn't get to stay for very long, though, because I had to go to Forest Hills to see Dolly fucking Parton. Oh, I'm sorry. What was that? (laughs) I saw Dolly Parton. Although, I have to say, this is just like a PSA to, like, everybody to just be on your phone. My friend that I was going with didn't like left his phone at home because he's an asshole and um let's see this this concert was at 7 p.m in queens and i started texting him at noon and he didn't text me back until 6 p.m uh-oh yeah so that's a dick move y'all and don't do that to your friends mm. obviously we've resolved it but i <laughs> spent the whole day thinking that maybe he was dead and that I wouldn't go get to see Dolly Parton. And also my friend might be dead. Yeah, that's rough. Ah, it was it was like Sometimes, a really unpleasant, uneasy day all day, like all afternoon. And then uh, and then that emotional emotion immediately turned into, oh, my God, Dolly Parton. Yeah. Sometimes that happens with you, but you're asleep. Huh, yeah. I text you Sorry. and text you and I think that you're dead, but you're just asleep. <laughs> yeah, and that's the thing. That's the thing. Knowing this person, I was like, I was earlier in the day. I was like, I bet a million dollars that I'm gonna be on the train to Queens at like six fifteen for the seven o'clock show. I'm gonna get off the train at six thirty and gonna have text text messages from him. And wouldn't you know it? That's exactly the fuck what happened. Well, did you have the t- did you have your ticket? No, oh. he had the ticket. See that that yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I told him, I texted him, and I said, I hope you know that if I had the tickets, I fucking would have invited someone else, and you would not be going. <laughs> I would. I started texting him at noon. I would have, if I had been in possession of those t- tickets, I would have asked somebody else to go with me by 4 p.m., I think. Listen, that, that like, like, ticket stress, like, that is real. That is real. Especially for, I mean... Especially for something like a Broadway show, because obviously I also have, like, just my own personal strange issues with, like, (laughs) disrupting people. So um, that's like a set start time, even though you get an eight-minute curtain hold. Was there an opener at a Dolly Parton concert? No. Interesting, interesting. Just Dolly. Did she sing any 9 to 5? She sang 9 to 5. Oh, okay. (laughs) <laughs> it was that I counts. mean Dolly is an incredible entertainer. Like it's just oh my god, there's a dog fight outside my apartment. Yeah, I heard that. <sighs> a dachshund. Ooh, one of the dogs was a dachshund. Oh jeez. That was super cute. Okay. What was I saying? Dolly's an incredible performer. Oh my god, she is just I mean, I've saw her a few years ago and it's also the thing that's amazing is I saw her a few years ago like a full concert and it was 
fucking insane and just wonderful. And then like a couple, like maybe a year ago, a year and a half ago, maybe she performed on the Today Show. And I went with some right, friends. Right, I remember that. And that was like, you know, you got to see Dolly, but like she's just so. Ah, she's just like anything fucking goes when you're in her concerts. <laughs> she is like telling dirty sex jokes. She's like obviously doing all of her joke material, self deprecating about herself. Like. Oh, my God. And then she's like, now I'm going to do this insane ballad about how much I love Jesus. And it's going to be very moving. Oh, man. <laughs> like, it's just she's she played so many instruments. She played she started out playing the guitar. She played two instruments. I don't fucking know what they're called because they're like southern Appalachian mountain instruments that I'm unfamiliar with. Okay. Um, she she played a fiddle. She played a baby sax. She played a banjo. She played the piano. She's she the real deal. Piccolo. Like half the time, also, I'm telling you, when she pulled out that piccolo, it was literally like we were sitting very far back, but both, it was like, I don't even know where that came from. We don't know where <laughs> that came from. Where did she, oh, she played the harmonica? Both wow. of those times, it was like she just materialized these instruments out of fucking thin air and started playing them. What a boss. Baby saxophone. Come on. My baby saxophone. What do you mean? Like a tiny saxophone. It's like a mini saxophone. It's a thing. It's a real instrument, I think. I don't know. Okay. I'm trying to picture it. It's a tiny saxophone. I don't know. Google Google a picture of a tiny sax. Baby, let me look. Because there's like an alto sax, which is like the regular sax that everybody plays, and a soprano sax, but that's... A straight, like, it doesn't curve, like, how you think a saxophone looks. Oh, I don't know. It was it was a very small saxophone. It was, like, very tiny. I think I have video of her playing it. You did. You posted it. I couldn't obviously see what was happening, but I did watch some of it. Also, and I was like, oh, she sounds like Dolly. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she is 70 years old. Yeah. And she's fucking incredible. Her voice is still, like, just as fucking gorgeous as it ever has been. Like, it's insane. It's just so amazing. She's so amazing to see live. Well, that's exciting. Mm. I still have <laughs> Code of Many Colors on my DVR. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I should watch that. Watch that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> They're going to do a sequel. Yeah, well, I think it's getting a, a TV series. Oh, is that what it is? Mm-hmm, like a TV oh, okay. series about her childhood. Okay. So exciting. I wish Dolly would write another musical, straight talk to musical. Oh, yeah. Talk radio is so relevant. I know. <laughs> but it's a period piece. Well, also, it kind of is, like, still... Well, specific, it would, yeah, I don't, talk, it's period yeah. piece, and it would be fun to see a very, you know, we that would be fun to be like, this is in the 90s. Mm-hmm. This is very specifically 1992. <laughs> you know? Like, yeah. Like American Psycho is so specifically 80s. Yeah. I would love that. One of the other shows we saw this week was Taming the Shrew in the Park. 
Oh my god. <laughs> Which obviously we recorded in the line last week and we got tickets. Oh my god. I had such a transcendent theater experience at that fucking show. Like, first I'm of all, so I'm so glad. Like, yeah, yeah. I mean, for like on the most basic level, I fucking hate Shakespeare right. and I love I was like I wanted to I tried so I played the lottery like every day. Almost went and sat on the line again, like really tried to see the show again. Cuz it was just so like the framing, the direction, mm-hmm. like, yeah, was brilliant. Like, I personally feel like fucking ninety nine percent of the Shakespeare that gets done that is like, you know, you know, like fifty percent of Shakespeare is like we're doing Shakespeare straight up, and fifty yeah. percent of Shakespeare is like we're doing something crazy, and ninety nine percent of the crazy stuff is doesn't awful work. and and not well thought out and right. like just doesn't work right and holy shit this is i mean i i would love to see anything else that is as well directed as this taking a piece of shakespeare turning it into something else i can't imagine what you could possibly do that's as brilliant as what this show did yeah well it was directed by philida lloyd which it's it's the same like she did this production before Mm. and I mean, we talked about it afterwards um, in London, I think. Interesting. And I and I you brought up a good question, because obviously I know how how awful the show is if it's just taken straight, if it's just done as is. It's a terrible, terrible message. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And you were like, how you know, you asked about that, how it's done. And then I was trying to remember how it was taught to me because it's one of the shows that uh, or one of the plays that we studied my freshman year of high school. And I think if, if I remember correctly and I said this, I think it was mostly used as like a, an educational tool, like intro to Shakespeare. This is what he sounds like. This is how his metaphors are because it is one of his more like accessible, easily understood shows. I don't know how much that message was touched on, but my teacher was like a pretty, as much as I remember from 1997, like a, you know, probably a self-proclaimed feminist. I don't know if she used that Mm. word, but like she, she wasn't like those themes were touched upon in other things that we talked about. So she must have talked about that, but I don't fully remember it. So maybe she just didn't deal with that because it was so bad. I don't know. I mean, my mom um, said that she thought that some people said that it was played ironically. No, I told and you And I that. was like, whatever. You said? Yeah. Well, my mom was talking about that also. Oh, was she also? Yeah. Hmm. Sorry. I mean, No, that's okay. Well, well two I- people told me. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, because that also made me, like, interested in looking it up because... Again, it's hard when it's like, you know, the fucking 1500s or whatever. But Mm. overall, Shakespeare's women are more progressive than the times. So it would be slightly out of character that this would be so regressive. But that doesn't mean that it's not true. (laughs) That, like, even I have to say, I mean, like, okay, I... (laughs) 
even as trying to like just look at the base facts of the that story without being a feminist i'm like even even like the most sexist dude that is like what's his name per something petruchio 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 i never fucking remember that (laughs) petruchio like even if you're that dude like irl watching that are you like i feel like there's just a scene missing a scene missing Mm. like is the guy like wait but what's the secret how did you make her do that i mentally and physically abused her right exactly (laughs) like i was thinking about that i was like i don't like there's a scene missing like even if you are a sexist asshole you're like but i don't understand there's a scene where she unwillingly is like yeah okay fine it's like a sun a moon whatever Mm -hmm. fuck off and then like the next time you see her she's like hello my my master i love you I, that's well, the, I, th- I just think that's skimpy writing. Shakespeare, judging <laughs> your writing. That's well, all. That's I all. felt I that mean, it's just- too, though, and not necessarily in the writing, because I thought that it is the sun, no, it is the moon scene was so well done because she was playing along in a way that was obvious mm-hmm. that she was playing along and she hadn't been broken yet. And right. then you're right, there was something missing, maybe because... I I don't know. There there isn't a scene missing. So in my uh, view, it sort of seemed maybe one misstep in direction or choice was that all of a sudden she was just submissive, right? But I don't I don't know I don't know what the that was so, you know nitpicking because it was right. I don't and know. That, well, I guess that also I mean for this production, I feel like that gets explained at the end. Yeah. And I guess just for, like, other productions, because, again, like, this, like, the only time I've seen this show in its entirety, um, that if I had seen someone else's production where they were like, it's ironic, I'd be like, this show sucks. You'd have to. It is an incomplete You'd have to story. do it really, really, like, blatantly. I don't know. Yeah. For that irony. to It's dangerous to do it. First of all, it's just dangerous to do it. And I don't know how often it is done. I don't I think know. it's I mean, well this, known, I just, but I think this because it... production is so great. Yeah, yeah. Hmm. And would, also, my second fold thing is that it was the gayest fucking gay, 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 <laughs> gay, 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 gay. Oh, my God. All my lesbian dreams coming true before my eyes. Gayness. Gay, 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 gay show ever. Gay, gay. It's pretty great. When Janet McTeer came into view, I was a puddle on the floor. Whoa. Like, I mean, I get it. I get it. She's the bad guy. But, like, they did great costuming. Oh, God, yeah. (laughs) Great costuming. Really great costuming. Her hair and obviously her swagger. Yeah. Her swagger and her bearing. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. I mean, she really she was, was like, just missing a ring of keys. Seriously. I mean, she was totally diked out. It was such a dyke show. It was fucking amazing. Yeah. I don't, I don't know. 
I hadn't really revisited the actual show since I studied it. And I think I know it because there have been adaptations of it, but obviously they do a Mm. better job of keeping it more modern. Right. Um, Like I love, love, love 10 things I hate about you. But in the end, obviously she does not submit to anyone. She just sort of realizes, Oh, a person that I do like as opposed to everyone else who I hate. Right. Um, and, and then, so, yeah, I don't know that I need to see this show again. Oh, I think I, would I definitely be, don't need to see oh, this show. I, I mean, that doesn't no, surprise me. Certainly I think not. I would be interested to see it again, to see how it was done. I don't know that I would want to give anyone money for doing it. <laughs> um, yeah. But it just because really of that, be like, how do you director. do this without mm. doing it like that? I mean, I don't know. I don't know. I think this, I mean, obviously, this is the only production I've seen. Right. Me too. But I can't imagine. I feel, I feel like from seeing this, I don't understand how any other production ever has ever worked. Yeah. You know? I'm Mm -hmm. like, that's a grandiose statement, but I said it. No, I know what you, I know what you mean because that's what I was saying like even if you are like it's ironic you really have to figure out a way to make that very clear. And right. irony isn't always the easiest thing to that's kind of the point of it. Like it's Right, right. It's one of the reasons that people get the definition of it so wrong sometimes mm-hmm. because it's not like it's not the easiest thing to hit. So mm-hmm. you got to you gotta if you're gonna try it, you gotta do it right, or you're telling a really, really terrible message. Yeah, yeah. I have to say, also, um, I did spend like a significant amount of the show, especially obviously like before that, the ending, mm-hmm. um, which I guess it's over and done with. So you know, spoiler alert. The right. twist is that she's like freaks the fuck out and is like, what the fuck is going on? Fuck right. Because the fuck. framing device is that they're all in a beauty pageant. And so in the end, mm. she wins the beauty pageant because she's now made into the perfect woman by Petruchio. And then she snaps out of it. Yeah. And then they take her away and crown her sister, which is fucking brilliant. Right. But like, like, I feel like the whole show in its entirety I'm like obsessed with but experiencing the show as a you know for the first time obviously there was like chunks of it where I was like oh god ah, I know they're all hot dykes but like come on you know what I mean no because they the characters were men yeah and well also yeah like okay yeah because I was like oh my god this is so fucking sexist oh yeah 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 But I also was, because they were all such hot um, dykes, I was also imagining that it was all just like a lesbian porno, and then it all made a lot of sense. Mm. Like, all those scenes make perfect sense if it's a pornography. (laughs) Because it's just like stereotypical. I mean, that's like the tropes in porn are based on that, basically. Like (laughs) dom-sub. Right, right. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what a great production. Well, yeah, I mean 
And I know you have your thoughts on Oscar Eustace, but he, I didn't read the whole thing, but, you know, he was like, I won't do Taming the Shrew. I never, it's the only one of Shakespeare's plays that I hadn't produced because it's like awful. But Hmm. this production and this vision and Philippa's direction, I mean, Philida, her direction, like made me think it could be possible to do it in a way that would be, uh, like thought provoking and not, not like disgusting. <laughs> yeah, obviously. Yeah. yeah, this is the only production. That's it. Yeah. Well done, everyone. <laughs> I also saw a show this week. I saw Heather Headley in the color purple. Also, oh everyone else in the color purple. Congratulations. Thank you. I mean, congratulations, so everyone. God, fucking Heather Headley. She was what everyone said she was going to be. And not that I didn't think she was going to be, but like, you know, she hasn't been back on Broadway since Aida. So she's like a, she's like a thing you hear about. Right. First time I'd ever seen her live. Yeah. Oh God. Never leave us. No, don't go. Don't go away. She's so, she's so, oh my God. Somebody put her in heaven. Make Heather Headley be in Dessa Rose. Dessa Rose, Dessa Rose. Mm. She needs to be in Dessa Rose. Her, 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 and Christiane Knoll. Oh, okay. I think they could do it. Oh my God, that would be amazing. I'm on board. I want to see that. I want to see it too. (laughs) Wouldn't that be amazing? They would match, you know, they would fit Mm. together well, I think, you know, because the age, because of the age of the characters is like, neither of them are close to either of the ages of the characters play. Right. It's just the, you know, it'll work. Yeah. I'm on board. Mm, Somebody mm, produce that. mm, Somebody produce that, please. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Tomorrow's one of my favorite days of the whole year. (laughs) It's Schmazy Day. Schmazies. Schmazies will be out tomorrow, which is today, probably, when you're listening to this. And exciting. Love them and enjoy them. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I I mean, the Schmazies were an amazing experience this year. Yeah, we really <laughs> streamlined the process. We really did. Oh, my God. <laughs> Every other year, filming is such a painful process. Well, and uh, we did it to ourselves because part of the problem is that we want to acknowledge as many people as possible. So we'll have these really long lists of honorable mentions mm-hmm. and we would go through we'd go through the process of like memorizing them or then using a whiteboard and then having to erase it and rewrite every year. And then we've, we've mastered it. <laughs> like, can you fucking remember, like, even, like, two years ago when we were, like, pacing back and forth in my room, like, memorizing lists yeah. of names? Well, even oh last year when we oh had, like, God. a whiteboard and we're like, we got this. This is going to go so fast. And it didn't. It still it didn't, took forever. It still took, like, ten hours. Oh, God. Ugh. We did it in, like, an hour 15 this I year, Patty. I, I know. just can't even believe it. I can't even it's believe amazing. it. Oh, my God. It's amazing. And I think we're 
giving out some really great awards this year. We had a good season. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about it afterwards that, like, like how they would have been um, different if we had seen Hamilton. Yeah. And uh, I think a lot of them would still be the same, but certainly too, some people, too. some people might might have squeaked in a win. I, I definitely think that there's a lot of categories that that Hamilton would have won, but not as many as people might expect. I mean, our top taker of our top winner this year won 13 awards. Yeah. That's more than Hamilton. Well, we <laughs> give out true. more awards than the Tonys. Oh, I should look and see how many the most schmazies a show has won. <gasps> yes. Who's our all-time most schmazie award-winning musical? Winningest show. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's a, I would like to know. Well, we didn't count out the first year, but I'm pretty sure it did not beat last year's highest total of 15 by Sideshow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so right now, Sideshow is the winningest, which Sideshow. I don't want to well, say it's a, a cheat, revival. Be but it's a little original. bit of a cheat because Alice, nope, <laughs> wrong, wrong twins, mm. Aaron and Emily, I think tied right. a couple of times, right. but that's all right. Right, right, right. Well, okay, so Sideshow for a revival was 15, but, well, 13 for an original. Right, right, right. Find out who it was. Ah, go to YouTube. We have more casting for Hairspray Live. Oh. Kristen yeah. Chenoweth. Kristen Chenoweth. She is, uh, what's her name? Velma? She's a great Velma pick. She's, yeah, yeah. That's a great pick. Great, yeah. great casting. Yeah. It's going to be hilarious. She's going to have a lot of fun with it. Yeah, definitely. That's a role that she can just cheno out on. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. She's going to be hitting so many stupid notes. <laughs> just camping it up. It's going to be great. I'm excited. I'm still excited. I remain excited. Yeah, me too. Me too. I'm here for it. You know. Well, in addition to Bright Star, The King and I, and Taming the True closing today, we also have three closing <sighs> notices announced. Ugh. From farthest away to soonest, American in Paris is closing on January 1st, which we don't, aside from everyone losing their jobs, we don't care that much about. Uh, And then... She had a good run. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it lasted longer than I thought it would. Yeah. And then, uh, sad things, Fun Home is closing in September. Oh. September 10th. Sucks. Sucks. But, I, you know, that's the biz. Yeah, and another show that lasted, you know, a while, especially for the size yeah. of show that it is. And right. in that theater, that theater and is the a hard theater to stay in. it could have been, remember that time a les, another lesbian musical was almost on Broadway and then floppity flop flopped? It could have been that, guys. Yeah, it really could have been. So but it scary, won the Tony. It was so good. And it lasted, and it's beautiful, and I really, really want to see it at least once, if not like, twice more. Also, I feel like it's the type of show that if you now, – now that you if, – if it's getting licensed, once it's licensed, mm-hmm. 
there's so much potential for creativity for making this show so universal and like oh, taking yeah. it anywhere. Like I'm here for it. Yeah, because it's obviously very specific to her life, but like now that that hopefully with with the breakdowns and whatever, it it can be cast however you want to cast it. Yeah, yeah. And hopefully people do it. It's a really important, mm-hmm. great show. I think it'll get a lot mm-hmm. of a lot of productions regionally. I hope I hope small communities pick it up too. I hope so. It's a great ensemble piece. They love an ensemble mm-hmm. piece. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then the most shocking closing. Shuffle along is closing. Fuck. On July twenty fourth. Fuck. Fuck. That's how I feel about that. Fuck. Yeah, me too. Fuck. How many fucking times can I see it now? Fuck. I know. <laughs> sucks. I'm bummed. It sucks. It sucks so much because it, like, I get it. I get that people love Audra and everyone loves Audra. And I think she's. I think this demonstrates that she's a bigger mainstream draw than most people realized Mm. because there were some dates that she was out that popped up on TDF for a show that's doing almost a million dollars. That's a big deal. Right. And, you know, based on numbers, I guess, what they had after announcing that she was leaving for the new new dates, because she, again, let's not forget that she was always... There was always a planned absence. Of course. That's, that's the part that really sucks. It's like there was already a planned absence. Audra wasn't like, why wouldn't you, why don't, why don't you close at the end of the time when her planned absence was? Hmm. Right. Right. And uh. if, if that was the case and maybe you know that, you know you think Audra's the draw Change up your marketing. Show people that there's mm-hmm. more to this show than just Audra like, McDonald. Are you fucking kidding me? You have that whole cast, right? You have that whole cast. I know it's just bullshit. It's just, I mean, it's just bullshit. What's who is it? Scott Rudin. Well, yeah, he's a mess. Well, Scott Rudin is a sexist piece of shit because he put out the press release that implied that it was Audra's fault that the show was closing because she got pregnant. Yep. So he can go fuck himself. Because you're the fucking producer and it's you're working with human beings. So human beings shit happens and that has nothing to do with whether or not your show is open or closed. Well, and again, there was already a planned absence. Like you can't pretend like that. Like Mm -hmm. we all didn't know that that was the case. The absence Mm -hmm. is for a different reason and potentially for a different length at a slightly different time. But there was still an absence planned for. Yeah. Yeah. Fucking bullshit. Uh, I don't want to see it. I know, I know, I know. I really got to go. it's expensive. <laughs> it's very expensive, and they don't have Rush anymore. Oh, God. They have standing room, though, right? There is standing room, yeah. I don't know what the deal is with that, though. Standing room's always trickier because they can sort of give it out whenever. Mm-hmm. But regardless, I want to, I'll look into it because I really, really, really do want to see too. it again. Me too. I definitely want to see it again. Ugh, makes me so angry. 
Me too. Okay, let's move on to something that makes us very happy. Mm. Ragtime. Ragtime! So, we had someone tweet this to us, which I appreciate very, very much. Nick, thank you. Um, Ragtime is doing a special concert performance on Ellis Island. Ragtime. Ragtime's doing a... Oh, yeah. The Ragtime Like Ragtime's an entity. Yeah. (laughs) I don't know who's doing it. It's got a million people. Like, the National Park (laughs) Service is doing it and something else and something else. I don't care. Ragtime. Ragtime! Ragtime. I'm excited. uh, Oh, God, I want to go. Please. Oh, God, please, please, please. Oh, my God, I will treasure it forever. I want this experience to be something I experience. I would like this experience, please. Almost, almost immediately I emailed them from us. (laughs) (laughs) And we got a reply that just says, you know, space is limited, which we knew. And, like, they're sorting out their press seats. So... I I don't I I don't know. I highly doubt we'll get in, but it I do just oh, want to say God. thank you for responding to us cuz so many times oh, just nobody even please, answers. Please, please. I just want to go I'm so still badly. I'm still hoping and hoping and praying to the theater gods, but I want to yeah, set myself up for somebody who we know. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I think you should one. all tweet I don't know who, but find someone to <laughs> tweet to. His mother. And tell them to let us come so that we yeah. can tell you about it. Because that's, you know, that's one of the angles is that somebody we figure like to out go who see things to tell people about We need to get in who, who will respond to fan petitions and do that. Yeah. <laughs> like, let, let me see. Let me see who the team is. I don't know. This isn't helpful. <laughs> <laughs> They have a Twitter account? Like an official Twitter? Uh, they have a website. Oh. There's no Twitter account. There's a hashtag. Ragtime on Ellis is the hashtag. Everybody tweet with that hashtag and say, Patty and Emily need to go to this. Yes, please do that. Also, because here's the cast. <laughs> so far. Laura Michelle <gasps> Kelly's mother. Oh, right. I forgot. I forgot. I was like a minute ago, I was whispering Kate Baldwin for Mother, but I forgot that they had already announced part of the cast. They did. Uh, Brandon Victor Dixon is Cole House Walker Jr. Shut the fuck up. Robert Petkoff is Tata, who was in the 09 revival, of course. Solid. Michael Park solid. is Father. Solid. Definitely yeah. solid. Um, Aisha Jackson, who's in Waitress, is Sarah's friend. She's oh. one of the um, club knocked up singers. Gotcha. And Shana Taub is Emma Goldman. She's awesome. pretty young, but I think she'll be really, really fun and interesting. And it's a concert production, so whatever. Uh, Georgia Engel is Houdini's mother. <laughs> yes. And, um, but like other people that whose names I don't know, but I recognize them. And they haven't mm. announced most of the rest of the cast. So, like, no Sarah yet. Right, right. I'm no here mother's for, younger brother. <laughs> I'm here for it. I'm yeah. here for Laura <sighs> Michelle Kelly singing back to before. Also, you get to, like, take a ferry to Ellis Island. Mm-hmm. And then you get to be in Ellis Island. Yeah. 
I really, really, really need to go. Me too. I'm gonna. Mm. If we get to go, I'm gonna rent a period costume. Oh, uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not actually gonna. Do like that. what? I don't know. What? Which group would you be with? The Jews, the blacks, no, or the probably whites? Probably the rich white people. Obviously, I mean, I can't <laughs> so exactly. So you'd be wearing like a mother's outfit. Yeah, I mean, like a I mean, aside from shit. like wearing a beautiful a parasol? dress, I can't really shake that. <laughs> Although I kind of like, I'm like German and Irish, so we weren't we weren't quite Tata, but we. You have to dress up as one of the racist firemen's wives. Yeah, that's true. I have to be Willie Conklin. Damn it. <laughs> Willie Conklin. <laughs> Willie Conklin. <laughs> Fuck, I love ragtime. I love ragtime so, so much. And mm-hmm. I just, like, I need to go to this. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to swim to Ellis Island. <laughs> <sighs> Who do we think is going to be Sarah? Oh, my God. Who do we think or who do we want? I have no well, fucking both. idea who's going to be. I don't know. I don't know. Adrian Warren? That's what I was thinking. I would love that. This isn't going to be in... I closed it. What t- when is it? August. It's know. in August. August 8th. So... Wait, August 8th? Oh, okay. No, no. That's good. That's good. Why? Oof. I leave for LA on the 9th. Oh, shit. <laughs> so... I can still go, but thank God. I know that, that was scary. That was bad. scary. That was really scary. I thought oh, I was gonna be yeah. out of town. <sighs> There's still hope. Well, if they let us in, uh, I'll have a. Conference. I'm actually going to LA to see Rachel York and you Greg are. Gardens and Betty Buckley. Like yeah. I actually have a plane ticket and a, t- a theater ticket. That's very exciting. Holy I can't wait shit. to hear about your experience. I'm so excited. So excited. Also because I think I'm going to stay with my cousin who lives um, a little bit outside of L.A. And mm-hmm. just do like beach stuff instead of like L.A. stuff. That sounds good. I think that'll be better. Yeah. Well, and because you've already been there. Yeah. I do want to go to that cemetery where all the ladies are buried. Oh, yeah, though. yeah, yeah. You definitely have to go to that cemetery. <laughs> Well, when they when I posted about this ragtime, I asked our lovely Twitter followers what other site-specific musical presentations we need. And you, of course, brought up Grey Gardens at Grey Gardens. Yeah. Which I got, you know, was pretty close to seeing that. Grey Gardens in, in uh, yeah. what is it? East Hampton. Mm-hmm. And so these are some of the suggestions we got. Um, fun home in Beach Creek. Hmm. That would be interesting. Mm-hmm. <laughs> she loves me in Budapest and chess in Bangkok. <laughs> but ch- okay. <laughs> I know. Only part of chess takes place in Bangkok. Yeah, but okay, I know. Okay. It's tricky with these because it's some of them, like, that's what somebody else said. Like, uh, Finding Neverland in Kensington Gardens or the original theater in London. So, you know. Not all of Ragtime takes place on Alice Island either, so. Right. Of course. Pippin in a Circus, which obviously is a very specific production of Pippin. <laughs> in a Circus. <laughs> Damn Yankees on a baseball field. 
All right. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know that show. Me neither. Well, uh, it's Faust. It's like make it make a deal with the devil. Right. Well, I Anything just don't know goes. how much of it actually has to do with like baseball scenes. Uh, probably not very much. Anything goes on a boat. Yep. 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 I'm here for that. We got a nice joke one. Cats at the ASPCA could be a good fundraiser. <laughs> That's funny. I would see a production of Cats in a park. Yeah. 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 Or like a dump. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't it like it's all like junk? Yeah. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. Well, like thanks for a, sharing. Do, do like a street theater and have it just in an alleyway. Yes. Cats in an alley. Absolutely. <laughs> thanks for sharing, everybody. If you think of any more, let us know. Yeah. I can't remember. I said one and I can't remember what it was. Oh, yeah. I suggested Love Never Dies at Coney Island. <laughs> yeah, it's funny. I would see hmm. that. Oh, God. Yeah. I hope that crap show att- attempts to come back to Broadway again. Not back to Broadway, mm. but attempts to come again. Sure. And maybe it'll happen because it's, it's nonsense. And I would I really pay $10 hope Rebecca to makes see it, it to Broadway. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, I would want Rebecca first because there, there is a version of Love Never Dies that is recorded and exists and is mm. a perfect mess itself. So. Right. If they're going to try and fix it, then I say no thank you. <laughs> <laughs> no thank you. Not interested. No way. Uh, last piece of news. The Humans is moving to the Schoenfeld after it closes. It's closing on the 24th at the, um, the Helen Hayes, which is going to be renovated. And so it's going into the Schoenfeld on the 9th. August 9th, the day you leave for L.A. (laughs) Great. Well, then I will still try and go see it. Yeah. I think I would think it's I'm glad that I like when plays hit, you know, Mm. they just don't very often. And it's nice when they do, especially when it's a good one. But I'm excited to see what they're going to do with the Helen Hayes. Me too. Especially since I've never been inside of it. You have. I have. Yeah. Yes. You, Wait. What did we see there? We I saw see something one thing there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because now we all we both need to go to is the August Wilson. Jersey Boys. What did I see in the Helen Hayes? What's been in there since Rock of Ages closed? Hold on, I'm gonna look it up. Oh, Dames was there. Oh, Dames. That's what it was. Right. Yeah, it was it's Dames. such a cute little theater. It's so yeah, cute it does and need tiny. A spruce. It needs a spruce. Um, the ambassador needs a spruce real bad, so can that be next? Yeah. That's a shithole. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, Chicago. You are too. <laughs> Carolee, 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 update! Well, Carolee has gone back into, I'm not in a show, what is social media mode? <laughs> I was really hoping for some like nice Jersey tweets. I know, I know, girl. What you doing? What you up maybe to? she's just you know unplugged for a while, taking a vacation. I mean, hey, good for her. Good for her. But yeah, nothing. Literally, like I mean, one we got one post from Carly. Don't know what she's up to. Hope she's relaxing and enjoying her her free time and taking care of herself. Yeah, treat yourself, Carly. 
Yeah. Now it's time for the Audra McDonald Tweet of the Week. On June 26th at 11.33 a.m., Audra McDonald tweeted, "'Twas not my favorite week, but seeing Mama Roo made it better. Happy Audra, happy RuPaul, happy Pride. Hashtag love wins. And then, like, a super cute picture of Audra McDonald and RuPaul. Just laughing and, like, living their best lives. And she's got, like, a strong lip. She looks great. Mm, That's wonderful. Wonderful. Oh, God. Can you imagine, like, going to shuffle along and sitting down and RuPaul sits next to you? Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Do you remember that time we were at Whole Foods and we saw RuPaul and we (gasps) didn't talk for, like, 20 minutes? It's true. It's true. It's true. We just sat in silence and ate our lunches, like, sitting next to each other, not talking, because we were both so shocked. Like, RuPaul is, like, feet, feet from us. Yeah. Ugh. I love how cute they are. I want them to do a buddy comedy. Me too. And also, um, we just did this tweet, but while we were recording, Audra tweeted, so how did my shuffle family close out this rough week? They threw me a baby shower. I've never known a more loving cast. I love them so. Yes. Scott Rudin, you were probably not invited to that. Go fuck yourself. (laughs) Audra McDonald, you live your best life. Yes. And everyone else... Celebrate your own life and be prideful. Yeah. And tap dance. Yes. That's our show. Until next week, you can follow us on Twitter at, at Patty, the letter N, Emily, Patty, N, Emily. You can follow us individually at Patty with Y and at Emily Fay Oakley and find us anywhere else on the internet by searching Patty and Emily. Be sure to subscribe to us on iTunes, rate us and leave us a comment and we'll read it on the show. Send us your topic suggestions, questions, dreamcasts, etc. And in the meantime, go, go see live theater. theater.